because I'm like, word. I'm texting you. Don't feel the need to respond because I know you're busy right now. She's like, I'm gonna make sure I send your name. I fucking yeah. died. I'm like, yo, all I can picture is fucking Jamal's face. Like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, and it's so funny. I'm like, babe, if I said the team's name instead of yours, what would you do? He was looked. He looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, team. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Wade. And welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your- <laughs> yeah, all that's all that staying in there. <laughs> Just so you leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh, oh that was fucking goodness. great. Uh I'm your host, Old Man Wade. Uh, with me is my twin, my bestie Panda. Hey. Uh, and to her left in the bed is Fatima. Hello, 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 hello. And off screen uh, is Rick. What's that? What's that? Did I actually get the names right? What'd you say? Did I actually get the names right? Yes, you did. Holy shit, that's a first. That's a first? I feel special. So, uh, I don't know. meant to be. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the docket, but I got something I, I need to get off my chest. So, you guys all know what Versus is, right? Yes. Um, I'm gonna need some people to start putting respect on TLC and Missy's name. They about to do a versus? No, I mean they need some people need to start putting their respect on them because I everybody wants to smoke, but it's like no one calling out Missy or TLC, and they better well, who not. Who's Missy gonna go against? Nobody, because nobody beating her. I don't care what genre of music it is, ain't nobody beating uh, Missy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see. I don't see anybody. Maybe that is the respect. They're not <laughs> even gonna bother. Right, they it. the idea because they know no one could do it. Because doesn't Missy even write for um, Timbaland and them? She writes, she Missy's produces. Yeah. Right, so you can't yeah. even say them. I don't think there is, if there is anyone in the game it's to go for them. She's going to be inside the slaughter. Yeah. And then TLC's not fair because Left Eye ain't here. Right, so there, there's that. It's I'm, not a real, it's not legit. I mean, Nobody could fill Left Eye's spot. No, but you, you know what you could do, though? You could throw in, like, some, like, guest female rappers. Like, imagine Waterfall starts coming on and, like, Rhapsody comes out and does it. Or they do the... Ooh, Rhapsody. That's not, that's not a bad idea. But you know <laughs> what? Know Even in the documentary, the TLC documentary, they have, what's her name, play Left Eye. What's that girl's name? Um, um, damn. The one that Charlamagne made cry. <laughs> oh, Little Mama? Mama? Just like and she's Little Mama. Little Mama. So why Little Mama can't rap as her? She played her very well in the TLC documentary. She did. Uh, probably because she still has a lot of heat from jumping on the stage, uh, the um, stage with uh, Alicia Keys and Jay Z from like a decade ago. And for some reason, That's people. Can't... I thought they said. I thought he said he knew she was gonna do it. I don't know. I don't be clicking into them shits. But like, I just be reading the headlines and keep going. I thought I seen something on Facebook that said Jay Z knew that she was gonna hop on stage and do that. I could be wrong. But you know how it is. People, even if, let's say that did happen, people still aren't going to let it go. And they're going to be like, oh, well, Jay-Z's just saying that, and blah, 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 blah. But look how long ago that was. Why can't they let that shit go? She jumped on stage, okay, and move on. Let's, next. Yeah, but she jumped on stage with the wrong ones, though. It's like, that's, I, I, get, <laughs> yeah, I, get, I get, I get the controversy behind it. She could have jumped on stage for anybody else. Yeah, you don't interrupt Jay-Z. And Stuff and she's not. Yes. Her daddy's pulling out guns on on, on people. Over <gasps> I guess. 
yeah, but y'all know how it is. It's like like I said, public opinion is what it is. I I don't I don't see why not. If if she did if she did a good job, then let her do it. But we've got a plethora of like really like phenomenal female artists that could go out there and do it. But like I said, Rhapsody could do it. Oh. Shit, Missy could go out there and do it. Well, I did just show them the docket. Um, so you want to jump right into it and talk about the hate with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky? Yeah, um, and I'm actually glad, glad we got another guy in there too because we can. I I just maybe someone else can understand the hate. I don't get it. Like, and it's coming from both sides too. Hate. So, so there's like people being upset about her being pregnant. Like, how, yeah. About so we did talk that? about it on my show too, but we were talking about like the happiness and the joy behind it. Not so much about the hate behind it. Um, I did see a few people on my timeline that were pretty pissed off about it. But, you know, I mean, I'm obsessed with her, so I'm overly excited. Honestly, can I say, I just don't care. <laughs> this is that part, too. I don't care, yeah, I really but don't care. Like, everybody's getting pregnant every day. But I'm really, really happy for her because Rihanna always made it a thing that she was going to take her time and do it effectively or try to do it as best as she possibly could, you know? Even though you can't really plan too much on what happens in your relationship because people change once they have kids, but still, I, I'm just happy for her that she was able to find love because I'm a sucker for love. So every time anyone finds love and it's healthy love, I'm happy for them. Well, which so is I the, think that's more so what it is. Which no, is the way I it should agree. Be. So I'll give you, um, so it was recorded with um, my man Just Greg, but the audio conked out because sometimes I'd be fucking up. But the uh one of the one of the tweets that we that i saw was some dude was just like the worst part of rocky the worst part is rocky ain't even meet it up like that we've seen the tape she really liked this nigga for who he is and i'm sick that's horrible isn't that what she's supposed to like him for yeah but you know how it is people really just ain't got shit else better to do but to like judge somebody for what it is that's and this is why i don't care i don't care why i'm really careful about what I share because not everybody is happy for your happiness yeah. you know there's always somebody looking like oh my god why them or oh my goodness why her why him you know like why why can't you just be happy for the couple see I think that people are making Rihanna and ASAP responsible for their perception of what they feel like Rihanna should be with or, or who ASAP should be yeah. with like, like if you don't think highly of ASAP in compare you know, in, in, in under the context of being with Rihanna anyway and now she's pregnant I, I don't know people always feel the need to, to share their opinions but those opinions is coming from like uh, like you know this is how I feel and I feel like we also feel the same way in regards to that you know like you, you help you making them responsible but at the end of the day we don't know Rihanna or ASAP right. or their connection or their chemistry we don't know how deep that goes but everyone feels like because they feel like you know Rihanna so well, or you you hold her on such a pedestal. It's like who's ASAP? Like why? How come he gets to walk in and then all you know? It's it's, it's, like, it's like an odd. It's a weird weird jealousy on both ends, men and women. It is weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird, weird as fuck. Yeah, I don't. It, that's the other thing about it though. But um, my man, like you said, uh, like sometimes sharing that news isn't necessarily going to be a good thing. Um, Biggie's got a line: "Stay low and keep firing." Like, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of just stay to yourself and just keep doing what you're doing. And, and unfortunately, sometimes that's just the way it has to be. Personally, I'm happy. If they if they like it, I love it. Right. That's literally what you said. They like it, I love it. I'm always happy for them. Yeah. Yeah, me, I'm just like, it was news for a day. Yeah, for the few hours it was news. And I was like, well, okay, right, next. Let me get to this paper. Let me get these I, taxes. I just look at that and like, okay, so that's serious, too. Like, this ain't Rihanna and Chris Brown. Right, Brown, and then she put it out. Honestly, I'm, never I'm glad that you mentioned that. Her life. I'm glad you mentioned that because for me, it was kind of like, oh, that's what's up. Like, her life has moved on and continued. It's like not like what everyone thought it was going to be. Like, she got beat up by Chris Brown, and like now she's just going to be like a, a Mary J. Blige of the music. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you only make dope music when you're hurt type shit. Yeah. But like, she's happy, and like, her life is continuing. So like that's what's up. Congratulations. And plus, right. she, what else is going on in the world? <laughs> plus, she's in a position that she ain't got to do enough. She doesn't. Have, she literally doesn't have to do anything else ever again. She could just yeah, sit she's there. Dead. She's got Fenty money. I'm pretty sure her residuals from um, all her music is doing well. Like she's, she's one. And you know, what's, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I never really thought she was a dope artist like that. Well, let me say, when she was under Jay Z, I didn't like her sound. Hmm. Interesting. I did not like her sound when she was under Jay Z. Tell me more. 
When she started to do her own thing with like that opposite, um, remember when like, it was some point when her music changed? Like mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, that's Rihanna? Like you, you spit that raw shit. Like I feel like it, her sound was different. Like she sounded different. She sounded real nasally, if that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> you mean? When she was under Jay Z and putting out like that mainstream music. But then when she started going off and doing her real raw shit, that's yeah. when I liked it. She game. did. She stopped. She talked about that. And I and hated it. the way she sounded. Umbrella hated that song. So that song was for somebody else. I don't yeah. care the way her voice sound. Like the way she sound from Umbrella like and it. before. I hated it. I like it. I, I hated it. her I sound. It. I love it. She that's was, my song. That's my. Yeah. I could not stand. And then that's why I didn't know why. Like there was the renaming. It was like there was comparing her to Beyonce. I'm like Rihanna does. Right. Until like I started like listening to her like underground shit or like her own shit like when she started running off the tour I'm like oh okay mm-hmm. man like Rihanna got some hits mm-hmm. yeah and the shit that she talks about like I like the shit that she has to you say can resonate yeah versus that 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 106 in Park <laughs> music that she's I. Hated her. Yeah, she had to get signed by somebody. <laughs> Listen, right. and that was the way, that was her foot in the door. And yeah. she, her and Kit Cardi are the perfect example of what using an opportunity and making the, the best out of it looks like. Or yeah. being your natural self and letting it just come to you because you are who you are. Like, don't switch up. Everybody can do that, but not most, I don't think everybody knows how to like, make the absolute best out of a situation. I think there's some people that know, like they see themselves in a situation and they be like, yo, I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna do. Like you automatically plan like, yo, this is what's up. I'm gonna use this to help me get da 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 Versus other people who they, they, they just live in the moment. They enjoy the opportunity. They're not really planning for nothing after that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. Cause they think that opportunity is like a forever thing. Like it's gonna last, it's not gonna go anywhere. Versus other people, they're like, yeah. yeah, this may be forever, but like, how can I use this? to get something else going where I know that's me and that's going to be forever. Yeah. Right. My wife always talks about making, your, like, people making themselves a brand and that's exactly what Rihanna did. Like, she took her popularity and started um, doing side hustles. And when um, the pop stuff was, pop stuff got her name out there and then she started putting out different music. She started changing who, like, she, she seemed more comfortable with who she was. Like, that bitch better have my mm-hmm. money was my shit. Fire. <laughs> what? Fire. Fire. Like, yep, and then seeing her act while well, hearing her voice in movies, I loved it too. Yo, I did not expect her to be such a dope ass actor, yo. Because not, not, not a lot of people can transition <laughs> and do both. She did. No, not even both. Not a lot of people can transition from one specific right. category to another, whether it's acting, singing, dancing, or whatever. She did not. I'm not saying she's like, yo, she's up there with Viola Davis, but. She didn't look as awkward right. yeah. as people that come from different backgrounds look when they go into acting, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, there's a difference between someone who's just talented at someone and someone who's an artist. Usually an artist can transition into multiple different forms of art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, that, that's the part of their brain that they tap into. True. So music is good, and then they can go into acting, and they can go into whatever. As opposed to someone who just worked really hard at something specific, and they became talented. You, know, you might be a talented rapper or whatever. That don't mean you can act. And we've seen that a lot, too. Oh, yeah. They have the money to step into that role with their trash. Right. True. Yeah. But, like, if the transitioning from, from um, two different mediums is never really a, a good thing. We've seen it, like, um, shit, look at... um. There's been a few uh, actors who've tried to rap or tried to sing, and you're like, yeah, no, that ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> or Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> uh, what's Eddie that? Murphy. What's the boss's name? Yo, y'all must have forgot. Oh, um, Roy Jones. Jones. Roy Jones. Roy Jones Jr. What you thought I forgot? <laughs> Yo, I kind of liked that song. <laughs> I never knew him at the boxer. That's probably why. I bet you all you remember is y'all must have forgot. Yes. And I, and I never knew him as a boxer, so, you know. It was a hit, but it was still a trash song. I know a lot of one hit one thing, so. Like, my, like what's his name? Who did I just say? Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Party all the time. Party all the time. See? He needs to stick to acting. Don't. <laughs> Everybody, get on your feet, get on the right now, right now. The best pound for pound is mine. Hit goes to Harris before folks at one time. Y'all must have forgotten. Yo. Don't tell me. 
hilarious. Hilarious. Right hilarious. Oh, oh, Deion Sanders had a song too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's crazy. I never knew he was a boxer, you know. Oh. I used to really like this guy. Oh, boy. Voice. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Oh, boy, Joy Junior. I think I was confused. He just boxed recently with Tyson. Yeah. Both just came out of retirement. I was thinking of someone else. Shit, he's lucky Tyson didn't knock his fucking head off. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like, Tyson's abnormal. It yeah. makes no sense that he's as strong as he is yeah. at his age. That's another perfect example. Bugging. Another perfect example of a guy who transitioned from boxing, got his shit together, and now has exceeded what he was from broken um, from, yes. uh, from boxing. He had his one-man show, which was like, apparently was like phenomenal. He's on uh, the podcast stuff he's doing. He started acting. Like, he's not just Mike Tyson, the boxer. He's like Mike Tyson, the brand, yeah. the mogul now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect example. And shit, but as bad as things were, like, it could have gotten worse with him. Like, but he, he um, changed his shit around. He's not just known as yes. the guy who bit um, Holyfield's ear off. Yeah. But I was about to say, especially after that air biting, yeah. he knew how to capitalize off that shit. He, he used it to his advantage. Yeah. So, he had a whole cartoon uh, show, remember? Oh, Mike Tyson <laughs> Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a lot deeper than all his, his different avenues yeah. of revenue streams, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he likes to read a lot of poetry, a lot of, you know, he gets real deep into the Oh, my God, I can't picture stuff. him reading poetry with that list. Well, I've seen him do it on TV. It's just, uh, he's one of my poems. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, uh, Twin, you want to bring up this? This is not actually your topic, so I'm going to let you um, talk about this one. Which one? I think I gave two. Uh, the uh, da, 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 black women wanting to be strong is a myth. absolutely enjoy being vulnerable and wanting to be soft and wanting to be pampered and taken care of. We have to be strong because we're, we're strong because we have to, not that we're choosing to. Like I took this, I like doing these little quizzes to see what type of person you are. And I took a test to see how much percentage masculine energy I had and how much feminine energy I had. And my percentage of masculine energy, I feel like it's too much. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. And I think balance is key in life not yet balance is key in life however i just and then when i was looking at a lot of people posted their scores a lot of men's feminine score was higher than mine and i'm like how are you more men feminine than me so that's a big problem i think it really all depends on it depends on the people and what they're looking for not even the people that they're looking for I i think it depends on their environment that they were raised in, or like how they were brought up. Because, right. like, I was gonna say, like, why does the the standard of being strong are limited to a black woman? You feel what I'm saying? There's like that a lot of too. there's like a lot of women, period, that's like had to struggle, or like be stronger in certain areas because they were lack. I think it really depends on the person and like how they grew up in their environment. Like, yeah, I don't want to be the one that's like always doing shit either, but at the end of the day. Like how I was raised, or like how my life happened, I'm not the type of person that's gonna sit around and wait. Right. So you have to, to. You have to be strong. However, if you knew you had a partner that you can rely on and depend on, that you knew you didn't have to do all these things, you absolutely would take that. Right. But I'm saying my mind frame was already like that before. Because like, that's what we were taught. We were taught we had to be strong. We were taught we couldn't depend on people. We were taught if you have that moment of weakness and you're trusting someone enough, if something happens, it's your fault. You trusted this person. I can't so, say that it's true for me. Oh, for, that was for me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's different for each people. Right. For so each person. That. I can't say that was, like, what was taught for me. My whole, my upbringing was, like, <clears throat> more so, like, you know, do what you got to do, keep your head down, and, and you'll be okay. Basically. Go to school, get your good grades, yeah. go to work, blah, 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 and, 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 like, that's it. Same. Like, it was never anything about, like, how a relationship, a relationship should look like or like what you should expect out of a man it was more so like 
you worry about making sure your shit's in order. Yeah. Right. right. So me already having that in me, like I I gotta make sure I'm on point. Like Well and on top of failed like single parenting, that makes that puts me even more in that mind frame. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't think I, and then my sister same household. She she's not like that. She doesn't think like that. She doesn't think about like making sure I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just more so like she's more one of the ones that's like, you're my man. Like you're supposed to be paying to get my nails done and and and, mm. and helping me with the rent and and you're my man. Like this is what you're supposed to be doing. Never mind like how long you've been my man. But you're my man. This as a man, you this should is your be job. exactly. So I don't agree with that. I do not agree that once you're in a relationship, that your partner is now your bank account. I don't agree in that. I feel like women should have their own money, and you should be able to sustain the lifestyle that you've been trying to sustain prior to getting into a relationship. And then your partner, if he wants to, should get your nails done. Like if he again, if your partner wants to, I don't think that they're obligated to do any things. No, you don't have to pay for me to get my nails done. But if you feel like it's Wednesday and you want to get my nails done, great. But yeah. no, you're not obligated because you're my man. Now, husband, now that is your job to provide for me in whichever manner I cannot provide for myself. Well, that's, that's when called. I feel like it becomes an obligation when you're now my husband. You're now, I'm your dependent, you're my dependent type thing. Yeah, but that's so, so in that sense, you're only speaking financial. So, like, when you said you was like, oh, if we're together, if you're my boyfriend, I don't think you're supposed to be my bank account. But, like, what what about beyond finances? Like, what about helping me with the kids? Like, are you supposed to be help? Like, you're not supposed to be my chef? You're not supposed to be so my again, babysitter? You're I not think supposed to be my, my housemate? Not my housemate, housemaker, homemaker, whatever. Not to say that you are with this person so that they can cook and help you with your kids and, and clean your house and all that. But I think there's certain expectations. Yes. But so, I think that's why it's called me, a partnership, though. Like, you're supposed to right, be. Right. So like, I feel team. like once the relationship grows and gets to that, those two people in a relationship need to have that conversation to see what their parenting skills are going to be like. What do you consider? And I feel like that's a different level of a relationship where those type of requirements come in. And I'm not going to say it's an expectation because, no, these are not your kids, and I don't expect you to do these things. However, if you want to be in a sustainable relationship with me, these are the things that are required in order for you to stay here with me right. in this relationship. Well, at least you're going to be up in my house. Right. And if you're going to be in my house yeah. consistently, you need to at least be able to eliminate some of the, the stressors that I have. Right. You can't right. add to my stressors. So if yes. I have to, if you're here and you're adding to the stress, you can no longer be here. So, so do you this, get what I'm saying? So that's one of the... Um, Let's take my situation, my current situation, for example. Last year, no, excuse me, 2020, my wife decided she was going to go back to school. And she ended up um, being put in a situation um, where she couldn't work because the hospital couldn't put her in a, couldn't guarantee her safety during the pandemic. And so my wife was like, oh my God, I was like, she didn't know what to do because she's been working since she was literally seven, like, I think 14 or 15. So I said to her, don't work. I can handle I can handle things from here on in, and then we'll you know we'll figure things out after that. Now, currently, I can't work. I messed my back up, so I feel some sort of way that I can't provide the things I'm normally usually do. Thankfully, we have our savings, we have everything else, so we're good. So we're good. However, like I since I can't do certain things, I feel like an asshole. But she's always reminding me like, hey, if like you know what I mean, like you've done for me, so I'm gonna do for you. Like you know what I mean. There isn't like a matter of. Like, you know, it's not like an obligation or a task. We do these things for each other because we want to, because it's going to build our relationship, it's going to build our household. And we're not planning for tomorrow, we're planning for the future. So I think that's where a lot of people may have things messed up. But on the other hand, some men and women may like may like and enjoy being the sole provider, and the other person may like it. So I kind of get when someone says, like, well, I like being the provider, I like doing this, or I will, like, you know what I mean? So... If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander, you know what I mean? Like so but in terms of like women wanting to be strong, this is a conversation me and me and Amanda have had a million times about that because it's almost like and essentially black women have to have to be like the the strong one there because like like you said, you're taught to be that way. Like you're if you're so not So for example. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, no, go you're ahead, good. finish your thought. No, 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 you're good, go ahead. So the reason why it came up for me why I was like, we should talk about this because 
lo and behold, I'm a daddy's girl, right? I'm his, I was his only daughter, and, and I'm the youngest of, I'm the youngest of my mother's three kids. So I'm spoiled, you know what I mean? If it's not my brother's doing it, it was my father doing it. So I absolutely, absolutely enjoy being the damsel in distress. People be like, oh, you don't know how to do this? No, the fuck I don't. Because <laughs> I had men in my family that stepped up. So don't look at me less because I can't do something. Because I had men, black men in my family that stepped up. You get what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean where people are like, oh, why can't you? Nigga, because I got men. That's why I got men, men in my family. I don't need to have to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my thing. If y'all don't got strong black men in your family, I'm sorry. But yo, I do. So I enjoy being a damsel in distress. I love being pampered. I love being taken care of. However, I don't think I can anything. sustain my lifestyle. If there's something I can't do and my brothers aren't available, I got the money to pay somebody to do it. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with either either or because as you were saying that I was like, y'all couldn't stand bitches like you, dog. Oh, my <laughs> God, dog, yo. And I, I, don't I, care. I get a flat tire. I always got to pay for it, so there's nobody coming to help you to fix this. I don't know how to do this shit, but, like, eventually, it taught me to, like, you know, like, yo, whatever you can do, you better learn how to do it because, God forbid, you have been in a situation. But that's just for me because I didn't have anybody I could call. Yeah. You do. You feel me? That, then I, don't I got triple A. And you got AAA. I got AAA now, too, because ain't nobody trying to do that. I have AAA Plus because I have my son, and I don't want to get my hands dirty. I like getting my nails done. I like getting my feet done. And I like getting my hair done and being cute and pretty. The fuck? Yo, I, don't think I absolutely wrong. like being feminine as ever. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, y'all. Like, I, I, I like, like being lucky. For me, I was just like, yo, you're lucky. That's the a blessing way. because... You know, I'm I'm sorry that you didn't get to have that, but bro, sis, if I could put on a penis and do those nailing things to you, I absolutely would. Inside, I'm in the family. I got it now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, my brother will pop up for her now at any given second. Like, and it's okay to have strong black men that do the things that they're supposed to do, but they also don't do the manly tasky things. If I'm in distress emotionally, I can still call those same men, and they provide for me an emotional safe space for me. So there's that also. Well, now there's a whole. I think it's just jealousy. I think that's a whole other conversation about like the things men like, um, like you expect like men and stuff to do. Because on one hand, like um, I don't know if this is the same for you, Rick, but like we used to have like the situation where like men weren't supposed to have certain emotions. Like it was either anger or happiness. Like if you cried, it better be because you had, you just had a kid or you want or you won a championship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, At least for me. My father, he, he, he provided a healthy balance uh, when it came to expressing your emotions, but everything was always about being strong, being, uh, you know, being resilient. Uh, he, he did always, uh, I always felt like it was kind of chauvinistic, but he was gentle with it. He always said, when it comes to women, you want to treat them like fine china, which I always felt like was, you know, because, you know, just kind of fragile. But I always yeah. felt that was a little chauvinistic because I always felt like our women were strong. Like even as I'm listening to the conversation, all, all I'm thinking this entire time is, what's wrong with wanting to be strong? Yeah, yeah. I get that when our, our women have to be strong, they have no choice. But what's wrong with wanting to be strong? You know, what I mean? Some, sometimes you have to. It's and, draining. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, it's draining. But as a man, that is literally what we're raised to be: is strong. And and all of us want. Like, if you ever met a man who's very sensitive, yes, and, and I love you. Yo. I, I don't mean. I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean sensitive in a way like he's in tune. He has great intuition when it comes to you and your feelings. I mean, the guy that's like, he's not going to pick up that hammer. He's not going to move that furniture. He's oh. sitting here like, oh, my hands were... I mean, that, the guy, that, he might have just been raised by his mother, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but right. if there's no male influence. It's Every man who has had a male influence could see that on him. And then that strength, I couldn't be with someone like that. But that guy, he wishes he wishes he was as strong as the as the other guys. He so what does he, he have to do to get that? He, for me, I was a sensitive kid. So, but see, though, on the flip side, I do wish I knew how to change a tire. So, I do wish I knew how to change oil. Like right. I do wish I did have those things. But at the same time, it's like, eh, I'm in the house. But you're gonna learn it. If you ever do learn it, the way that you learn it is going to be like, it's not going to be as like, you're forced to learn it. Like, you're not yeah. going to be forced to change a tire because you like got a flat, you got, got nobody to call, you got a spare in the trunk, you just got to figure this shit out so you can watch YouTube. Right. Versus, you just at home and like, your, your significant other's like, yo, listen, I'm trying to, like, your 
like your father would. Mm-hmm. Your significant other's like, yo, come on, there's certain things that you need to learn how to do. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm a teacher, so you're sitting in your driveway learning how to do it. Right. Yep. So it's like, so you, still, you still can learn it. I wanted, and, and I do plan on it one day. I do plan on sitting outside and watching when the men are doing what they're doing. I'm like, oh, that, that's how you say, like, cool. So that's exactly that. what it's going to sound like, too. That, so there's that. So I'm not trying to say that there aren't things I wish I did learn, being that they kept, kept me so sheltered, but I absolutely still enjoy not having, having to, to do me. it. Yeah. And, I, and for me, I think from the other side of the table, that I think that's the perk of being a strong woman, just from being from a guy's point of view. Like, I think that it's dope that you do learn all these things, and it's a blessing when you just happen to have a lifestyle right where, that skill yeah, but you know how to do it yeah and you but, but you have a lifestyle that the, where you have like you said men around you who can handle these things for you yeah for, for the most part but if mm-hmm. you're stuck in a situation where they're just not there yeah then you can do it yourself you're not just out there yeah i always watch those, distress just in distress i watch those, 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 those mm-hmm. and i'm like i'd be dead right <laughs> i'd be dead in my frame like you see how the car was all iced up the other day i just like i just hopped into gear, like I didn't have the scraper, nothing. I didn't have nothing in my it, car. I, oh, I had a rolling tray in my just, car, yo. That was just like, yo, I gotta find something. And I just took that I can tray, do. Like, I can improvise. I can think quickly on my feet. There's certain things I do have a skill of knowing how to do. So you know, I could climb a tree and get fruit. I could. <laughs> I know how to put yeah, sticks I, I, together, make a fire, and make a pot and eat. Like I know how to get certain beads right. to put together to hold up a pot that I know I could cook on it. Like. Certain things like that, I could get a pot and wash my clothes outside. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that, I can do. Right, and I think it's it's just a mind frame because they would tell you that's all the woman shit. That like, is supposed to it cook is. and clean. You should know how to do <laughs> but, all that shit. But why would you have but, to know how to no, change no, no. your tire? That's but I'm a saying, band If show. I was in the wood, right, I can survive and clean and still be able to find cook right. and right. save the family. Right, catch a boar. <laughs> yes, because I got my life. also a balance to a lot of stuff for it like my grandmother it's a healthy balance yeah like for example like my grandmother has is uh, the biggest um influence in my life and one of the things she said that i need to learn how to do she was like you need to learn how to cook she Hmm. was like so you can't be dependent Hmm. on a woman to do that you need to learn how to do that so i learned how to cook i like cooking that's why i'm as fat as i am now because i learned how to cook but like (laughs) but like i like to cook my wife like but my wife also likes to cook and so if they had to ask it was like oh who cooks better? I was like, well, my wife cooks better. I cook more. Like, you know what I mean? But that's <laughs> but that's only because she's in school. Like, you know what I mean? When she's not in school, she cooks more than I do. Like, you know what I mean? So I hate cooking. Yeah. Well, I'm aware. It's a chore. We know. Because <laughs> you don't fucking eat nothing. <laughs> when I did eat stuff, I don't like cooking. Yeah, I, I cook because either. I know I have to eat to yeah, survive. I'm the same way. I don't enjoy I it. I hate cooking. Either. It tastes good when it comes out, but I don't like to do it. Yeah. I don't like to go to the grocery store neither. Actually, so, my appetite when I cook dinner. That's why I don't like to cook dinner. You know, I've actually heard a lot of people say that. Can you cook? Can you eat right after you cook? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, what? Me too. I, I lose my appetite. You right can? Now. Yeah. I, mean, I can't eat right after. If I cook a whole meal, I can't eat it. I'm I good can. breakfast, I can. But, but dinner? Yep, I, lose I my can eat. Every day. Not even breakfast. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I need to sit down. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? You know what it is with me, though? Like, Where's the blood at? <laughs> so, yeah, I, can eat. I, was I was talking to my wife about this yesterday, about, like, just, like, the random things that, like, I used to do. Like, I used to landscape until my, my back got all fucked up on me. I was good on it. Like, getting my hands dirty. So, like, when I cook, I like actually, like, putting my hands on the garlic and chopping it up. Like, you know, molding the stuff into, like, the ground beef or whatever. And things like that. I enjoy the shit out of that. And I also like being able to look at this and be like, I did that shit. I just fucked that right. shit up. Like, you know what I mean? So, I did... I, I love, I absolutely love cooking. So. Yeah, I can't. I get that satisfaction out of my work, too, but cooking, I don't know. No, cooking's a hit or miss for me. No, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just wash these dishes up, get it out my way. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Let me tell you something. I know I made it when I can have a personal chef. Oh! Today, <laughs> yep. I can hire a personal chef that it is implemented in my budget and it doesn't affect me financially, I am manifesting the fuck out of that. Because I hate to cook and I hate to shop. I don't like it. I don't like shopping all. either. I don't like it at all. As soon as I get used to people grocery shopping for me, I'm going to take advantage of that because I don't like the grocery stores. I don't, like, I don't care. I don't care. I will pay for that. convenience. I will pay for the convenience. No, but just pick my fruit and my vegetables that. right and pick my fish right because that's people smart. don't know how to pick meat and vegetables and fruit right. He's that's, an islander. That's old and he could grocery shop for me because let me tell you, I don't, like, I don't like grocery shopping. It's a chore and I don't like to cook. It's a chore. And the reason why I don't like it's cooking. a chore. <laughs> it is. Yo. I, Yo, I, this shit's a chore. I don't, know I don't like, care. I, it's a necessity. Yes, I do understand it is a necessity it's of life, but it's chore. a chore. It's a chore. And oh my God, every time I think about it, I'm like, ugh. I cringe when I think about having to cook or having to go to the grocery store. But trust and believe in me. When I get that personal chef, ha yeah, I don't like I don't like shopping, but I do enjoy food shopping. Like I love. I enjoy food eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know what? Before I forget, like I I owe you um I owe you a a, a mango chutney um salmon. By the way. Hey, I uh, love it. Oh uh, yeah. Don't so. don't make it spicy. I don't <clears throat> like spicy food. I I'll, I'll remember. Remind me when I when I actually do cook it. Yes, no spicy food. I like my bottom hole because then it's going to be on fire when the salmon is coming out. Please don't make it spicy. I don't need my backside hole on fire. Not fire, F-I-R-E. I don't want it on fire. F-I-Y-A-H. Fire. <laughs> I don't want my backside hole on fire. <laughs> Yo. I'm just letting you know right now that's gonna be a soundbite. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Listen, um, you know I got. Issues. And this is your best friend. You claim her as that? Hell yeah! Who? Out loud too. I you. I didn't out loud. I didn't say He claims me out loud. I'm mad I didn't know she was this crazy early. And she's been my neighbor for forever. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, so I'm gonna move on. Um, am I the only person here who doesn't have kids? Yes. Yes. So, all right. So I'm just gonna sit back and let y'all discuss this conversation. But Kanye West is being nasty with his with his kids right now. Yeah, he doesn't want his daughter to have TikTok. Which, so I'm gonna say this. I understand that part about it. The thing that I don't get about it is it's he's just doing stuff in public. Like, again, talking to my wife, I say this all the time, but we were having a discussion about it, and I said to her, like, it sounds like he's just upset that he doesn't have control over Kim anymore, and because he doesn't mm -hmm. have control over her anymore, he's making it, he's acting like he's making it about their kids, when realistically... About the kids. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like, he, like, 100%. he's been, he's been out there on the streets fucking and dating, but for some reason, when she does it, it's wrong. Like, you know... Right, and it's like, it's, it's, so my thing is, 
it was great when you were out here acting a fool. Everybody knows who your kids are. You don't think that you had your kids out here publicly. You don't think you had your kids out here on the internet. So now that your child is old enough to do what she wants to do, again, like you said, it's a control thing. They're doing what they want to do, how they want to do it. And so now he has an issue. I don't think it has anything to do about whether you have kids or not. He already exploited his kids in all the way possible that he can exploit them. Now they're exploiting themselves in a positive way. It's a kid being a kid. Yeah. I get it. TikTok and all these social media platforms are not the best and safest places for children. However, your kids, your Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, these kids have been all over social media on every single platform in every such wingo way, whether it was positive or negative. That's and their true. parents did that. Listen, he put out that song. And, and I'm paraphrasing. They put out that song recently where he basically talked about beating up Pete Robinson and uh, Pete Davidson, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, he, he he basically said, "Bitch, I got money too." There's so that. he's a bitter man, like like your average man would be in his situation. You know what I'm saying? Getting divorced, your average person would be, but he has the money to back up that bitterness. And he and, and he's doing what every man does for the public. Is he's going to make it sound reasonable it's about the kids i want the freedom to be a dad da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. that sounds good sometimes that's true we all know the the the, the idea of a bitter baby mama is, is real uh, you know and and they are kardashians they got a reputation <laughs> but at the same time you know he, he's a man with a lot of money and whatever he knows whatever secrets he's holding or whatever the case may be he's using that and he's using his influence to exploit that and he's just making it about the kids i don't believe that he has that his that his intentions are sincere when he talks about Me those kids. Me you know, I, I don't think he's being hurt at all when it comes to those kids. In fact, no. he's probably setting himself up uh, for a lot for for something uh, to for for them to be able to go to court mm-hmm. and limit his time with those kids because of his antics. Because yep. eventually he's going to do something or say something that goes too far, and she's going to be able to take him to court and say, "Hey, we don't really trust him around." The kids, because look yeah, at his behavior. Exactly. Don't you see all this stuff he's doing? That Kardashian pum pum. Hmm, I tell you. So, <laughs> you know what? They just white. They just got more money than your average white person. Well, I feel like it's the same thing. They're, well, they're Armenian, but like no one would know because like they really don't go out there talking about their um, ethnicity, which is I don't know. Like I'm I'm proud. I'm a proud black man. So like even if I even if for some reason I didn't look it, I'd be proud of what I am. Like I love being. Mm-hmm. Like, I love everything that fucking comes with it. Like even the struggle because it's made me stronger. Like you know what I mean. But like it's the whole their whole situation is just kind of fucked. Uh, I got a quote from Kim Kardashian that says, uh, Kanye's um, constant attacks on, on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North, their daughter, might create. As a parent uh, who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, I am doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the media that, wishes, uh, that she wishes with adult supervision. Because it brings her, ha- because it brings her happiness. Divorce is difficult enough on our children, and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what's best for our children, and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately, and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues uh, amicably. So see, that's pretty much exactly what I just said. He already put them out there with all the negative stuff he's been saying, so now, like you said, it's a control thing. He's mad he has no control of what they're putting out. It's not him doing it. It's not... You know the the publicity from him. It's them getting their own publicity. Mm-hmm. So it's too way too easy to make Kanye the victim in the situation mm-hmm. because of who he's with. But I think it's exactly what she how she's saying it. I think it's exactly that. It's exactly that. So y'all have, y'all have kids and stuff like that. Like, is there any part of this that makes Kanye look like he's doing the right thing here, or is it really just as nasty as it uh, appears to be? It's nasty. Yeah, it just, it just looks nasty. It's nasty. I mean, without knowing the actual details, mm-hmm. it just looks nasty. It looks nasty. You, you, you Being a parent or not, it looks nasty. If you if you're trying to protect your kids, you would do it in the in the limelight as positive as possible. You wouldn't try to be adding stress to their mom because stress to the mom means stress to the household. Because now she has to deal with that mentally, and now you know that feeding the character shit is not always healthy. Yeah. And then they're they're in the public, so now if they're on social media, they see what their father's putting up. 
that's also true. Yeah. Like, you don't think they're yeah. in school and their friends have social media and they're Absolutely. hearing it from their friends? Like, come on. Absolutely. He's not concerned with that. Which you're not concerned about that at all? Which means you're not concerned so you about don't that. think your kids have to go to the supermarket or doctor's appointment? Everybody can't come to the house. They got to come outside. They have to be seen. People can shout whatever they want to shout. They're going to hear what they're going to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've already negatively impacted your t- children on social media. Yeah. I think a, a prime example of how you should handle your private stuff when your family's in the public like that is how the, the, the Smith family tends to handle this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I mean, like we, we're hearing about all this stuff now. But we're hearing about stuff that happened between, between the past ago. couple years and then like the past 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years. Like it's all coming out now. And they're at a point where like we already went through this, so we really don't exactly. care. This yeah. is yeah. all over the There's nothing we can say that's going to break the strength that they right. already got going on right now because they dealt with it already. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's not handling it that way, he's using the public to try and get his way, that, that just yeah. tells me it's not about those kids. No, nope. it's not. Yeah, it's, it's sad, but in, it's funny. I never thought about the idea of them having to deal with it now because the first thing I thought about was, like, let's just say, for example, that North doesn't know what's going on, but eventually, at some point in time, she's going to grow up and she's going to be asked these questions like, oh, so what happened with uh, you and your you and your father with this day or what happened with this like eventually she's gonna even if she doesn't know now eventually this is gonna come up and it's right. it, it's unfortunate because it really should be about the kids and uh, me and Panda have had private conversations about uh, things regarding like you know being a sing- like essentially being a single mother <laughs> you know what I mean right. And, right. and the struggling stuff that goes on with it and it's honestly it's disheartening because it's all it's it's never. It always seems like it's never about the kids. It's always about the um, one person wanting to be wanting to look like the hero, when they're really actually the villain in the situation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, uh, <laughs> Panda, you had another topic about um, friends um, understanding her antisocial behavior. I did. I was scrolling through the twitters one day, and somebody posted that um, the twitters. <laughs> I was on the, the twitters. Twitter. And what was it that the what was the tweet? Do you remember me? What I actually have it right here. Friends that understand your antisocial um, phases are important. Right, friends that understand your social, your antisocial moments are important. Um, so here's my thing. I know a lot of people out there be like, "Oh, it's so great where you know you have those friends where you can catch up and them and them and that." Yeah, those are great, but they're not my ideal friendships. Are those people's really ideal friendship to speak to people once every six to nine years, months, really? It's, it's, those aren't really your friends, though, like, and those aren't really, like, your family. So, and then I get it. People are very um, introverted and whatever. I absolutely get that. But why do people that are so introverted try to make extroverts feel like they're bad? Okay, so if you don't, if you don't, if you know that you can't handle those type of friends, then don't get them. But are they? Well, so how was the post again? What was the post? I'm trying to understand. How what was the how was the post worded? Because if they're just saying like, "Hey, I don't know how y'all do that," because me personally, like that's just not my thing. Are are they just saying like their preference? Are they really trying to make it? Is it really like? You're crazy for liking that because this is what I like. Versus, I don't understand how you can do that because me personally, this is what I like. Well, I think with some... No, go ahead. You got it. I was going to say, I think it's the push. Like, like, believe it or not, I'm I'm actually an introvert. Like, I don't do a lot of people. I've I've had to learn how to be a salesman and do do things that I do outside of doing what I do for work. And... What I've learned about a lot of in, um, extroverts, like one of my best friends, is an extrovert, very pushy. Yeah, they, they, you know, mm-hmm. they always, yeah. and, and it's always, it always comes from a good place. But yeah. They, yeah. it's it always is. like, like my, my best friend, when we was kids, like he, he, over twenty something years, when we was teenagers, um, I always credit him to uh, to being a guy that kind of showed me how to step outside of myself to, to talk to learn how to talk to women, to talk to people. But at the same time, the way he did it was always annoying. He was always on. You know, oh, who, her, her, her right there? Her right there, Rick? So <laughs> right. like, no, she can only say no, Rick. She can only say no. Like, so, and now I'm stuck, like, having to talk. What you know, I learned like, about that for me, because I'm going to forget if I don't say it when you, while you're here. What I learned, I met myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. This is what people mean. 
So that made me aware of that pushiness. Because again, like you said, it's coming from a good place. But that introvert is like, no, you're killing me right now. So when I met myself in my introvert moment, I was like, oh my God, I get what people are saying now. So unless that those people are aware of what it really feels like, they won't get it. Right. Yeah. Right. So what I would have to add to that is I am an introvert. So dealing with you as an extrovert, like before you, I used to feel like you like them people like calm down, relax. It's not that serious. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But like since dealing with you again, maybe it's like both, whatever. But I know it's coming from a good place. So, like, I don't get as a I probably will, depending on who's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but coming from Amanda or anybody else that, like, I really value, I'm like, all right, this is kind of annoying, but I know they're only saying this for the good of me. And, like, yeah. so I try to take myself out of it for a minute. And then sometimes when it, like, I can't, I just start doing my introvert shit and start ignoring yes. <laughs> when, when there's chemistry, you'll grow. And, and that's what's happened with me. When there is no chemistry, then it, it just kind of bothers me. Yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. right. So just like intimate relationships, there's levels to it with friendships, with um They're all relationships. They are relationships. So there's non-intimate and then the intimate one. So with the non-intimate relationships, it's still the same thing. It's the level of understanding. Like, Rick and I will be good friends, but we will never be best friends because he's an introvert. It's nothing against him. It's just I know that I need extroverted friends because I like to be the bubbly all day. You know what I mean? And it's nothing against him. It's just I understand him as an individual. I understand how he handles his friendships, and I respect that. Yeah. And when we link, we will. We just will never be best friends. But I, I know when to talk to him. I know how many times. Like, I could probably pick up his energy through text. If I'm annoying him, like, okay, I just hit a chord. Let me give him his his space. And that's how I handle all my introverted friends. My introverted, I mean, yeah, the introverted friends. We would never be best friends because I'm that person. I am that friend that likes to talk every day. I am that friend that if you're bored and you want to come over, come the fuck over. Let's turn up. <laughs> like, too, Like, that's me. I'm definitely that friend. And I can do that shit every day without a problem. As yeah. long as you give me to let me sleep. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's me, too. I wonder if I was an extrovert turned introvert. So, I am both. And I'm because I'm only this way with people I know or that I'm close to. No, if you haven't noticed, no, Pete. You laugh because that's your best friend. So you know no, I'm laughing saying. at you laughing. I'm laughing at you laughing. Bitch, so, you was in a strip club and you had like bitches tell their whole life story. Like, right, but I was with y'all. I was with my people, so I'm with my people, so yeah. I can be me with mm-hmm. those yeah. people. How, right. However, yeah. if I'm in a, like, if I go somewhere with Fatima and I don't know anyone there, I'm probably not going to talk to anyone. I'm going right. to say to her. And I'm going to stay there and listen to all the conversations. And when I feel comfortable, I'm comfortable enough, I will jump in. Yeah. It's not going to take me six hours to get comfortable, I'm probably going to feel comfortable within like 20 minutes, half an hour, because I like social interaction. But in the meantime, I'm still standoffish a bit. Like I'm warm and bubbly. I say, hey, hi, but I'm not talking to nobody. You know what? So I'm sort of in between like being an extrovert, excuse me, an extrovert and an introvert. And when me and Amanda used to hang out like every fucking weekend, it helped get me out of my shell. Like, hey, we're going to go to this to this party. Like, yeah, you know I don't really like parties. Like, well, how do you know? Come hang out. And I would come hang out. I'd drink and I'd socialize and have a good time. And, like, so, and then he'd end up having a bomb-ass time. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. And one I of the, can see that. And um, like, my wife would be like, hey, we're going to... like." <laughs> she went... We, we went to Mexico. There was a bunch of stuff that I normally wouldn't do. She was like, you're not going to know if you don't like it until you actually fucking try it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's gotten me out of my shell of, like, you know, doing certain things. On the other hand, like like Pam said, it's a, it's a level of comfortability that you can do that. If some random person was like, there's some friends that I don't really trust to get me out there out of my shell because the yeah. shit they fuck with is just I'm cool. But like mm-hmm. if I have a the level of comfort I have to have with someone for me to like like go out somewhere or dance or just do certain things, it's it's different. But like respecting like someone's boundaries, I think is the biggest thing here. Like so, if someone's like, hey, if someone like has a legitimate fear of parties and you want to get them involved and it's like all right hey can we start with maybe like 
a gathering of five and then bring it up to eight. Mm-hmm. Then right. Bring, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then see where that comfort level starts. Starts. But that's also if that person wants to do right. that. Starts yes. Right. They have to want to do that. that. Like my fear of heights. <laughs> but <laughs> to but I also like <laughs> my brother Nick, my brother Lavelle like he like he'll <laughs> he'll have me doing some shit you know and then like then laughing I'm like like you know fuck you all right <laughs> but like but again like it's all out of love and so for certain people like it, it's cool like you can laugh about that now because the team is your people but had it been like some random stranger who doesn't respect your Yo, boundaries fuck them up yeah on site like yeah. <laughs> Adult summer camp for like a week, and one of the things oh. is um, like gliding through the air. What's that? Zip lining. Oh my god, I'm so jealous! <laughs> Come. Oh, I want to zip line so bad. I want to go to adult summer camp and zip line. Yeah, so bad. I've been dying to do one it's of those. Of, it's a lot of. I think, I think you and I are both too heavy for that. Uh, it's yeah, I'm, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> there, there's like no alcohol, no shit like that. No, right? the, the alcohol comes with it. Oh, you, yeah, you just can't bring your own or something like that. Right, yeah, but no, it comes I'm with it's part of your package. If I'll send you the information if you want to come. What month is this? It's in June. Jesus and it's in the Coconuts. <laughs> I know. I'm so ready for this adult summer camp, you know. I'm just going to try. I'm challenging myself. So for me, it's a challenge to do the things that I've never done before. Or if I have done it, to push myself to either do it faster, whatever the case may be. But I just feel like it's going to be a dope-ass challenge. So... And that's going to be one of the things I'm going to try to do zip lining and face my fear of heights. Dope. That's going to yeah. be dope as shit, dope. So I'm really, really like, I talk to myself, I journal about it. I talk myself through it. Like, I watch the videos of all the harnesses that show that the people are secured. You're like, psyching just yourself to, out now. No, I'm psyching yeah, myself not, in it yeah, to yeah, confirm myself that I'm safe. I'm going to be okay. Because you get there when the moment comes. Right. And I'm looking at that shit. Right. Like, hey, this looks how it's supposed to look. Right. Blah, 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 it's blah, blah, it's blah, attached yeah. right. Yeah. Like, I'm trembling right now thinking of the height of that zip line. Like, I just went extremely cold. Like, I'm, <laughs> I can <laughs> see it. Whatever. Like, oh, You're my God, I'm so scared. I hope so. I'm really, really hoping so. That's what I'm saying. I hope so. I'm going to get there. I've already prepped talk myself so much that I don't back down. You're going to figure out halfway through the shit. I like that. I feel like I'm going to start climbing up to the top and be like, I'm talking about halfway through the zip line. No, I feel like I'm going to freak out before I get to the top to even get attached. Yeah. Um. So, nah. You want a zip line? Fuck no. Really? I, I think we both might be too heavy. For that. Nah, no, it's, it's no, um. I, learned, I heard someone has a weight limit. It, it it's like it's like right three. Now. It's like three like fifty or something. something. Yeah, it's like three fifty or something like that. Well, if it's three fifty, I'll I'll be at. Fuck no. I'm I'm cool. <laughs> I ain't I'm, doing it, but I mean I'll be at. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try. I'm not making any promises, but that's what I am working the nerve up to giving a shot. So, no promises, though. So I got a fear of I don't do I don't do the ocean. Um, I don't do yo. You know what? Okay, you know what? Fuck this. People who like just like generally like oh let's go in the ocean and are happy about it. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. That's me. Yeah, that's you, me. Keep you that. are. I, mean, I love going to the beach. You keep that. You keep I it. love you keep going that to and the beach. Jellyfish, and the jellyfish that comes with it. I love going to the beach. When I'm on vacation, <laughs> that is one of the perks. I need to be close to a beach. I need to be walking distance to a beach, either on the beach or around the corner. Beach like, I can do. Yeah, so you... Deep so, ocean. You're talking about deep ocean, right? Like, I, look, I'm talking like to my water. knees. Sharks, yo. Yo, I look like a big-ass seal to a shark. I'm not going in the water. Okay, so you mean like that. <laughs> but if... Okay. I just like to go to the beach to relax, and I like yeah. to go to the. I'd rather swim in the ocean than a pool. 
But you know if the water's up to your knees, the shark's not coming nowhere near you. It's not. Like it's gonna die. Are you really it gets, that afraid? It's, it's gonna it's Fuck gonna, yes. It needs more water than that. As long as you would go to the beach and put your feet in the water, I'm content with people doing that for me. I absolutely understand people don't do like the creatures and shit. Like I love seeing the different animals. I like touching seaweed. Like I'm into all that. So there's that part of why I enjoy the ocean. So and it's very cleansing for my locks. The, the ocean is beautiful to clean up my hair. I won't go no hide in my waist because waves. And I love to swim. The waves scare me. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, like when you feel yeah. the waves taking you while you're swimming, that's not a good feeling. I don't like that. Then you float. Yeah, Doggy paddle. Do something. Nope, I go back to me. Yeah, that, yeah, we do something. We, that's what we do. We go back. We do do something. We leave. Right. <laughs> Fuck no. that noise. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, do we, we still have time or are we wrapping up? Uh, do we have any more topics left? Oh, before I forget that the uh, the word for between extrovert and introvert is ambivert. Ambivert, yes, I think that's what I am. I'm an ambivert. That's what definitely is. like. I like social settings, but I don't need to talk to everybody that's yeah. there. I just like to be in the atmosphere where people are talking, mm-hmm. mixing, mingling. There's a lot of things going on. I like to people watch. So, and that's another thing I do at the beach. I'll go to the beach and just sit in my car and watch mm-hmm. everybody going by. You know what's funny is um, a couple of things. One, I I mean, I was talking about this yesterday. Like, I like going to the bar by myself, just literally just to be around people and just like watch them and watch them, whatever. But the second thing is there's, right. a, there's a, um, a quote from this movie I love, Clerk, where this dude goes, um, "I hate people, but I love gatherings." Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah. I see, agree with that like the Grinch, he didn't hate Christmas; he hated people. <laughs> I can agree with that sentiment, though. Like, Fuck those who goes. I enjoy the vibe, but I don't want you. Y'all need, yeah, y'all need to talk to me like that. Yeah, like I absolutely <laughs> like talking to people, but I don't like small talk. I don't care about the weather. I don't care about how your day was. If you want to talk, let's talk. Yeah, I hate small talk, but if you want to have deep conversation, let's go. Yo, this is why I'm not yelling. <laughs> yeah, so this is why I love the um, the uh, cookouts and all the stuff that Kim and Fredo put together in the summer. Oh shit! When actually, whenever they do them, because it's really just a bunch of people just fucking vibing. And if no one's talking and they look happy, no one says anything. It's like, yo, he's just like he's just chilling. Like, don't like, worry, you're gonna see Rick at events. Right, I'm gonna drag him. He lives like two blocks away. Let's go, Rick. You coming? Let's go. You invited to the barbecue. Yeah, I'm good. I'm with it. And I always bring my and I, and I always bring my bougie ass beer with me too. So bring it. Your IPAs. <laughs> Uh, so I got a question before we go. Um, do any of y'all give a shit about Valentine's Day? Nah. Not really. Nah, I don't really. I don't do Valentine's Day. I don't do any holidays. I don't really care for them. I feel like if you, whatever relationships you have with people, you should love on them as much as you possibly can. 100%. Outside of the holidays. Agreed. And you yeah. should do it however you see fit. If you can't afford to do it with a gift, there's always phone calls. There's always spending time with people. There's different ways that you can show the people that you love that you love them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for the holidays. If you in the store and you see something for a dollar, it can be a frame or something. You never know. Just the thought that counts, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't. So I don't really care for the holidays. Yeah, it's nice. When it's done, but I feel like that's more for people that care about what society thinks. Yeah. Oh, your significant other, or no one gave me anything on this day. Yeah, like yo, the day me and my wife decided, like we were, one day it was like it was like the beginning of February, and she was like, "Do you give a shit about Valentine's?" Day? I said, "Fuck no, I thought you did." <laughs> See, yeah, it's crazy how that works. I See, as, as for me, as a, you know, because I'm a, I'm a salesman, um, and. I see that in everything. So when it comes to things like uh, Valentine's Day, I mean, they would take one day out of the year where we're we're now supposed to love on each other so much that we buy all these things Mm -hmm. to show how much we love. And I I just don't prescribe to that. Just like Christmas, people go broke. Yeah, trying yeah. to buy gifts for their kids and they provide for them all year long. And the message yeah. behind Christmas is totally lost. I mean, right, it's, it's lost. As a, like, I, I grew up Christian, so I know I know the concept of gifts is because Jesus got gifts when mm-hmm. he was being born. It was not just to shower your kids with gifts, but but people lose that. They burn Santa Claus and all these other things that have nothing to do with reality. Christmas is a pagan thing that yeah. started from it being a certain star, being a sky, the brightest 
of the winter solstice. That's where it started yeah. from. And the funny thing about it is, is like um, Jesus was actually born in um, in like around August and September, not December. And so, like basically, right. it was it's like, the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's the winter solstice. The star shines the brightest that day, and they said the star was born and it was Jesus. Boom. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it is what it is, man. But I I. But that's another de- topic for another day. We're not doing this here today. I people looking me up, talking about she's anti-religious. I don't need people coming for your neck about the girl you had on your show. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Twin, twin. I literally, I twin. I have an episode that's called "I'm Agnostic as Fuck." So. Yeah. I'm yeah, just drinking water and minding my business. That's my religion. Don't yo, come for me, and I won't come for you. Yo, seriously, if people actually minded their business, this world would be so much better. You don't like that someone's fucking somebody else? Okay, they're not fucking you, so what do you care for? Yeah. This as person, long as you're not hurting yourself yeah, or look. whoever, yeah. go for it. Yeah, have fun. Let people live. And make sure you don't say your, your friend's name in, in bed, Amanda. <laughs> he wouldn't let me. He thought it was the funniest thing ever, but it was so good. I can remember nobody's name, no house. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bad thing. her name, Jesus, God, mine, his, nobody's got all oh, this. All right. Um, hey, twin, tell everybody where they can find you. They can find me on uh, Pandagasms. I'm on YouTube. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook. Panda like the animal. Gasms like an orgasm. Orgasm by Panda. Me, Panda. Pandagasms with an S. <laughs> That's where you can find me. Yeah, and if, and if you don't know how, and if you don't know what a gasm is, eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got nothing for you. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> and if you need your credit done, Rick is your guy. Oh yeah, shit, uh, Rick. Tell tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram, Mr. Rick Harper. That's Mr. Uh, Dot Rick Harper. R I K H A R P E R. And uh, you can find me on Facebook as well, Rick Harper as well, R-I-K. I'm actually going to find you right now on here. Yes, get those seven and, 750 credit scores, because after that, they don't care, right? What is the 750? Yeah, 850 is the highest. Oh, we always encourage you to go, to go for the gold, but yeah, once you get to a 750, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Right. All right Let's um, get those credit scores up. Twin, thank you for joining me. Thank you for doing what, um, for, you know, just for being you and coming on the show. Hey, I tried. Eat your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Something fucking wrong with you, and I love it. All right, um, this has been the Old Man Wade Show. Uh, thank you for listening, and as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. On purpose. Damn it, Wade.